Hello everyone and welcome back to the Underground Mess Hall. Today we're going to be talking about some symbolism, specifically the line and how in one case, a lot of the positive symbolism associated with the line was subverted in a very interesting and one of my favorite ways of subversion that's happened in literature and media. So to get started, let's talk about some symbolism with the lion currently. Now, when you think of the lion and how it's applied as a symbol or what traits you associate it with, normally what comes to mind is bravery, courageousness, faith, nobility, kingship, and chivalry. And for a lot of things, you know, it shows up, you know, especially with it being known as the King of the Beasts. For instance, in C.S. Lewis's The Chronicles of Narnia, Aslan is a parallel to Jesus. And especially with how he is depicted in the story, he very much, you know, falls into that role of a great and strong leader, especially with his faith in the children. And this is very exemplary of the symbology of the lion. Now, one thing to point out is the lion is associated with a lot of positive traits, especially since it's very, very closely associated with the sun as well. Because I believe if you look at the tarot card the world, the lion is one of the symbols that shows up. Now, there is one interesting case where a lot of these positive traits were totally subverted and the lion is actually seen as a negative stereotype. Now, some of you might be ahead of me on where I'm going. And specifically where I'm heading with this is A Song of Ice and Fire. Or as it's more famously known, the Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, there's a family known as the Lannisters. The Lannisters are one of the great noble houses in Westeros. And their symbol is a gold lion on a field of crimson. Now, one of the reasons why this is the symbol is because they're the Lannisters are the Wardens of the West. And in the Westerlies, you know, lions are actually seen in Westeros. That's where they live. However, it's the family itself that has perverted a lot of the symbols. For example, their founder is known as Lan the Clever. He was able to get the Casterlies out of Casterly Rock and take over Casterly Rock, finding out it had huge gold veins. And that's how a lot of the Lannisters acquired their power and wealth. Now, one of the major ways they upend the symbolism is with their actions and what we see in the series with them. One of the major things is they're, they're huge deceivers and liars. You know, the Red Wedding is a good example. You know, they, they pretty much bought out the Boltons that betrayed the Starks. You know, and that effectively ended the War of the Five Kings is when Rob Stark was killed. They're also very, very majorly associated with corruption. And this is through their wealth because since they have a massive amount of wealth, they can pretty much buy anybody they want to. And it's not a problem for them. Also, their pride. 
oh my goodness, their pride is a major, major factor into who these people are in the series. You know, I think Tywin said it best, in which he said, a lion does not concern himself with the opinions of the sheep. That line right there should cue everyone up who's reading or watching the series to really see who these people are. Now, it's interesting because their colors, you know, especially the gold, is really got bended because gold can mean such a positive symbol because it's associated with lines in the sun as well. Now, here's something that's interesting. At least through the TV show, we see three of the major Lannisters, Tyrion, Cersei, and Jamie, have hair color changes. Tyrion and Jamie's are much more significant to Cersei's. Their hair darkens to a light brown kind of dirty blondish. Whereas Cersei's changes to a darker blonde and it's still clearly blonde. Now, here's where I think this is interesting because of the gold color symbolism. Because of the corruption and the lust for power and the lies and deception and their pride factor, one thing we can see with the hair color change, especially through Jamie and Tyrion, Jamie's probably much more noticeable in this case because of when he, early on when he's with his sister, you know, he's very, very much a dick and a prick of a man to be around. But when he's away from her, we see who he really is as a man and he grows as a person. While that happens, his hair color darkens. Especially in the TV show when we see him go back to Cersei and he realizes what she's trying to do, you know, with, with preserving the throne, he realizes how depraved she really is. And with Tyrion, you know, he's really trying to, you know, get away and, you know, try and get, you know, just get away from the Lannisters. And I think that's an interesting change to notice is that the gold fades away. And that could be the corrupting influence of their family in a symbolic way. Cersei, however, you know, because she has to go through the walk of shame and her hair gets cut beforehand. But it comes back and it comes as a darker gold, essentially. That's really interesting because she becomes much more entrenched as being a Lannister in the show. And... You know, especially her actions of blowing up the Great Sept of Baelor and killing everyone, and even hiring the Golden Company to try and fight Daenerys. This is really interesting because it shows how she hasn't left the negative aspects of the Lannister family, whereas Tyrion and Jaime have. Now, another thing to look at with... The Lannisters is their motto. Their official saying, words is, hear me roar. You know, in reference to the king of the jungle and all that, you know. However, behind closed doors, they mainly go by their unofficial saying of, a Lannister always pays their debts. This is really, really interesting in how it upends line symbology because, on the one hand, there's the positive aspect of, a Lannister will never let their pride be sullied by them allowing to pay any debts they owe however there's a flip side to this if they've been wronged and debts to them have not been paid they will seek revenge 
in a very, very harsh way. And so it, it's really interesting, and I really think that this is one of my favorite upendings of symbology is because Alina is such a positive figure, but you go into the world of A Song of Ice and Fire, all of a sudden, like, you don't want to be associated with the lion. The lion is almost a pariah because everybody fears them. And they don't want to get involved for fear of major backlash and getting bitten back. And so, that's where I think it's really, really cool to see this upending of symbology. But, who knows? Maybe there's other cases. But that's all I've got for now. This is Finn McHale, signing out.